think that LeBron James just might be the greatest stat sheet stuffer we've ever seen. I think as a stat machine, I think he's beyond Michael Jordan. I think he will eclipse Michael Jordan in every statistical category. But you know and I know, it doesn't matter. We don't care. We all accept that. We accept he's the most talented player by far in today's game. Talent-wise, he, he's probably beyond Michael Jordan. He's a little bit bigger, a little bit faster, a little stronger. But so what? Because he's the un-Jordan, obviously, when it comes to, to clutch time, to winning time, to, as Magic Johnson used to say it. And to me, I, I, I'm back to my, my new expression. Not amnesia, it's labresia. The, the LeBron idolaters out there, and maybe this guy is one of them, they, they conveniently want to overlook the nightmarish failures, the collapses, the, fro the chosen one turns frozen one that we've seen repeatedly in the playoffs. So I accept all the stats. I, I embrace all the stats. I just want to see him do it in the finals. And I know you've been right there with me all year. Yo. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. In this podcast, we're going to talk about basketball. More specifically, we're going to talk about LeBron James. And I have one simple question. Why don't you like LeBron James? I mean, like, I really can't figure this out. So I, I got a couple of ideas. I'll share them with you. And I'll tell you why you actually should like LeBron. So sit back, relax. We'll drop the theme music. And we'll get the podcast jumping. Let's get it. Welcome back. As I mentioned at the top, we're talking about why you don't like LeBron James. Uh, it's kind of funny when I think about it. Uh, let me start by first saying that I'm a basketball fan, right? I mean, I've been a basketball fan. I've been watching pro basketball since 1980. So for some of you, I've been watching basketball long before you were even born. <laughs> Does this make me an authority on basketball? Not really, but I know a lot, right? And I'm a fan of the game. Um, full disclosure, my favorite team isn't led by LeBron James. <laughs> my favorite team is the Atlanta Hawks, hometown team. I live here in Atlanta. Uh, they were not my team growing up. But I will say that, you know, since moving here um, in 1997, I decided to adopt the team and, you know, said I was going to rock with the home team. And I've been rocking with them ever since. So just to let you know from the beginning, I don't really have any skin in this game. Uh, I will say that, you know, growing up, um, particularly in the 90s, I was a huge fan of the Jordan led Bulls. Um, and I was also a huge fan of the Iverson Sixers. Uh, now those are two of my favorite players. Jordan, obviously is my favorite player. Iverson is my second favorite player. Uh, but I, I come to this podcast basically telling you this because 
There's no bias here. I'm just going to give it to you straight no chaser as to why I think you don't like LeBron James. Um, it's really interesting to me. I, I guess I probably should start with the obvious. Many of you don't like LeBron simply because... Well, he's not on your team. <laughs> I mean, that's just the truth. If even the biggest LeBron haters, if you will, if he were on your team, you would love his stinky draws. <laughs> I mean, let's just keep it a buck. I mean, and so given the fact that he's not on your team and given the fact that LeBron has, you know, a, a couple of times, I guess, explored free agency um, and he didn't select you know, the team that you're a fan of, uh, you know, that would be cause for some people not to like him. I know like he toyed with the idea, for example, he toyed with the idea of, um, you know, going to the Lakers and going to the Knicks. Well, I mean, those are two of the biggest franchises, uh, in the NBA. And quite frankly, if LeBron ended up on either team, it would do crazy things for those cities. Um, and subsequently, it did not happen. So it is what it is. But I mean, everybody wants the superstar on their team. As I mentioned, I'm a Hawks fan. There's no superstars on my team. So if LeBron woke up tomorrow and said, yo, I'm taking my talents to ATL, we would welcome him with open arms. I would personally drive to Hartsfield Jackson Airport, pick him up, take him to Magic City and have a ball. <laughs> so it's not like, you know, people don't want to see the greatest player on their team. Of course, I mean, who would? There's not one NBA fan listening to this podcast that would not want, uh, excuse me, I was say Michael Jordan, that would not want LeBron James on their team. Um, of course, everybody would want Michael Jordan on their team too as well, but we'll get to Mike in just a second. Um, but, you know, to see a guy like LeBron dominate the way that he has over his career, uh, you know, it, it, it goes without saying that, you know, I think some of the reasons why people don't like him is because simply because he doesn't play for you. So more often than not, given the fact that LeBron's not on your team, he's going to show up in your arena. It's going to be sold out. You know, your fans are going to boo him and he's probably going to come away with the victory. He's just that good. Um, so, you know, unfortunately for some people, you know, He's not going to end up on their team. You know, LeBron's not going to end up on the Hawks. He's not going to end up on the Jazz. Uh, he's not going to end up on the Brooklyn Nets. You know, so for those teams and the other teams, I mean, it is what it is. You just kind of got to deal with it. Uh, another reason why people don't like LeBron, some of you don't like LeBron, uh, is because he's quote unquote not clutch. Oh, man, if I had a dollar for every time I heard this um, and the reason being is because uh, a lot of times, particularly earlier in his career, uh, people would talk about the fact that LeBron, you know, would pass up game winning shots for, you know, an, an open teammate or something like that. And he would always be mentioned in the same breath as, you know, Kobe and uh, Michael Jordan. And I mean, really, at this point, you know, to mention him in the same breath as those two is just going to start an argument. <laughs> I mean, let's just keep it real, man. It's it, that's what it is. Um, 
you know, people, I've had people say, man, LeBron has proven time and time out that he can't close out games. He's not clutch uh, in the finals. He'll pass up open shots. Uh, at one point in time, the knock on him was that he was scared to go to the free throw line uh, in close ball games. I mean, like I've heard it all, but I also saw this guy, you know, take the Eastern Conference Championship uh, away from the Boston Celtics when he scored 25 consecutive points uh, in double overtime. And, you know, just just a point of reference. I'm not going to get into LeBron's stats. You, you can Google his stats. I'm not going to get into his stats, his MVPs, his records and all of this stuff like that. I mean, I, that's that's neither here nor there. Um, but, you know, when I look at that game, when I look at, you know, what he did to single handedly carry them and rally them from a 3-1 deficit against the uh, Golden State Warriors, the t- a team that had won 73 games. Um, by the way. And, you know, even the biggest LeBron hater will look at the the title that LeBron won in Cleveland and they'll say, well, Kyrie hit the final shot. Really? (laughs) I mean, if LeBron James doesn't block Andre Iguodala's layup, then there's no opportunity for that. And so, you know, people just find a way. Again, that's, that's why people dislike him. Again, they say he's not clutch. I don't know what when you talk about clutch, I know what Kobe did. I know what Jordan did. Uh, I know what LeBron does. Uh, he's clutch. I'm not going to sit here and say that he's not. LeBron has the talent to, you know, be a 30, 35 point scorer, but that's just not in his nature. His, his thing is to get other guys involved. He scores when he has to, and he can take over games and we've all seen it. So, you know, it is what it is. People just don't like it. And again, I'm. What do I know? I'm just a Hawks fan, you know. But I, but I know why people don't like him, and it's just crazy to me. Um, what else? Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> complaining. Man, LeBron complains all the time to the officials, and that's why people don't like him. You know what? You get no argument from me on this one because of LeBron's size. Uh, LeBron tends to flop from time to time, um, which flopping was never cool in the 80s. So I don't know. You know, I think Vladi and those guys made it fashionable in the 90s. Uh, in the 2000s, it's just out of control. People just I mean, like you're six foot eight, 265 pounds, you know, nobody's running you over, (laughs) right? So that doesn't happen. So, um, and I will say LeBron's flop game is off the charts. LeBron, LeBron flops better than most people, but he does flop and he does tend to complain to the officials. Now I will say this in a slight defense of LeBron, it's hard to, I would imagine if you're a, uh, if you're an official, it's hard to you know, officiate a game when LeBron is playing because he's so big and so powerful that, you know, he gets fouled a lot. You know, same with Shaq. Shaq got, I mean, like you literally, if you called a foul every time Shaq got fouled, the game would never end. I remember a commentator saying that they had spoken with an official and they said the two hardest players for them to officiate were Allen Iverson and Shaq. And it's because of, you know, the the pounding and the punishment that they would take uh, throughout a game. Um, and I think the same goes for LeBron. I think he's, you know, he, he's that guy who, you know, really is so much bigger and stronger than other people. Maybe, 
you know, some of the touch files and the other files, uh, you know, that you give the other players, you know, but LeBron is going to also get the calls too, because he's the superstar. He's the biggest star in the league. So, uh, in that saying, you know, he also gets the call, but you know, to be honest, yeah, LeBron does complain a lot. And I'm, and I'm not, if you say your knock on LeBron is that he complains to the officials, no problem. You get no, no, no beef from me. Um, I will say this much. Again, I said I've been watching basketball since 1980. There was no bigger person who complained more to the referees than Irvin Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson, you couldn't touch, you couldn't come around Magic without Magic, you know, complaining and crying to the officials. Magic was one of the biggest crybabies when it came when it came to officiating that I have ever seen in my life. And there's no knock on Magic. I love Magic, but it is what it is. And I'm just explaining this to you for particularly for those who weren't alive or around to see magic or maybe you couldn't come outside or maybe you didn't have cable i don't know but the point is is that you know superstars are going to get the call superstars are also going to beg and cry for calls uh to his credit i don't remember guys like larry bird or isaiah complaining about fouls but you know to the officials at you know an alarming pace um lebron does do that i will say this much so you know, again, so if you say your issue with LeBron is that he complains to the officials too much and he flops, you know, or, you know, I, 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 I get it. I get it. I can understand and appreciate that. Um, let's see what else. Uh, obviously, uh, let's go ahead and deal with the elephant in the room. Um, <laughs> the decision, um, not LeBron's finest moment. Uh, I will say this much. Um, People will never get over the decision. Uh, personally, I didn't have, and I talked about this on our Dead End Sports podcast. Um, I didn't have a problem with his decision to go to Miami. Be clear. I didn't have any problems with his decision to go to Miami. What I did have a problem with is the fact that he did not have to go on TV to do it. And I understand the, the theory and the basis behind it because... They felt like, okay, if we go on TV, we do this for the boys club, we we raise a million dollars, which they did, you know, it's going to look good and so forth and so on. But the moment he uttered those words, LeBron, what's your decision? Um, and this fall, man, this, this is very tough. Um, and this fall, I'm going to take my talents to South Beach and um, join the Miami Heat. Miami Heat. That was the conclusion you woke up with this morning. That was the conclusion I woke up with this morning. It was a wrap. It was a wrap. I mean, when he said he wanted to take his talents to South Beach, it was a wrap. I mean, uh, there was nothing else that anybody could say. I mean, people were just literally shocked. I don't know if it's necessarily people were shocked. Uh, It was some people that were shocked by the decision to go to Miami. But the fact that he made such a spectacle of it, a one hour program, you know, again, it was to raise money for the Boys and Girls Club and you know, I know some Knicks fans thought because it was being filmed in New York that, that he was coming to New York. Uh, that whole summer was crazy. And, you know, I, again, because LeBron was a free agent, I have no qualms with him making a decision and a formative decision for him to leave. But the, deci- the, the process of making the decision, you know, I, I thought it was bootleg. And I think, you know, he's he's going to always that will always be a knock on him, I think, for fans. Um, and to be honest, it was kind of weird to sit through an hour of TV 
of him and Holland and you know it just they could have made it to, I mean he could have sent a press release I'm going to I'm taking my talents to South Beach you know he could have you know there's a myriad of things that he could have done to you know make it look better it, it still wasn't going to leave it still was not going to ease the pain from the Cleveland Cavaliers fans who you know watched him play for those six or seven years that he was there but at the same time I think it would have come off PR wise a little bit better um so and you know and then there were some who actually you know their thought on the decision was well LeBron couldn't handle being the man for the Cavs so he left to go join two other superstars. Um, and that narrative, I get it. But at the same time, um, would I have done it? Probably not. But at the same time, I get why LeBron did it. Because if LeBron does not leave Cleveland and he go and he stays in Cleveland and he keeps coming up short, he would be where we deem Carmelo Anthony. You know, a great player, but can't get over the hump. And I mean, when you take a team to the finals and your your point guard is Eric Snow, I mean, go look at some of those Cavs teams that he those early teams that he went to the finals with. I mean, he he went to the finals with some bums. <laughs> so, you know, I I get it. I again, I wouldn't have done it. I understand his decision to leave. The decision to leave wasn't the the issue that I have with LeBron. The, the decision, the spectacle, I have a huge problem with because it didn't have to go down like that. And it was always a bad look for him. So, you know, and the theory of, you know, him needing other players. And then, of course, you had these old players coming out, you know, Jordan and Pippen. I would have never left to go play with other superstars. Magic said he wouldn't have never left. Mm, okay, maybe. But here's the thing that people lose sight of. In the 80s and 90s, free agency wasn't what it is now. The reason why you had those Laker teams of the 80s that were dominant, those Celtics teams that were dominant, those Pistons teams and the Bulls in the 90s, the reason why those teams were dominant is because guys signed six, seven, eight-year contracts. So you pretty much had the same team coming back each year. There was no situation where you signed a one-year deal and then you could leave and go play for someone else. Free agency wasn't what it was. So again, I don't know necessarily if, you know, if Jordan, who was very, people kind of tend to forget, and I hate to throw Jordan in this conversation, but for this point, I will make this. Um, Jordan, prior to 1991, winning his first title over the Lakers, you know, he was just known as a scorer. And the knock on him was that he was a scorer who could not make his team teammates better. And so, you know, that's what the knock on him was. So if Jordan never wins a title, you know, he would be highly scrutinized and highly criticized just as LeBron was. Um, so, you know, I, I get it. So if, if that were the case, and let's say it's 1990 and Jordan just got bounced out of the playoffs by the Bull, excuse me, by the, by the Pistons, um, does he take his talents to another team if he could? Uh, it's very possible. I, I don't. I don't necessarily know that he wouldn't, particularly if a team offered him a lot of money. Because at the time, uh, Jordan was only making, and I shouldn't say only, but he was only making like three million dollars from the Bulls. But he was pulling in like another ten, fifteen million off the court. So, you know, Jordan is his his bread wasn't 
buttered on you know his basketball contract financially per se so we don't know what would have happened but again the point that i'm trying to make is that free agency wasn't what it was back then so i don't know that barkley would have wouldn't have bounced i don't know that patrick ewing wouldn't have bounced i don't know that magic wouldn't have bounced so it's easy to say bird mikhail i don't know if those guys would have stuck around particularly if they weren't lose. excuse me if they weren't winning um so i digress uh let's see another reason why people don't like lebron is the obvious and i i just spoke of the elephant in the room the the uh <laughs> the decision the other obvious is is that lebron is the biggest threat to kobe and mj mj meaning michael jordan um people don't want to hear that uh i think some of the biggest detractors from lebron james uh are kobe stands and Jordan stands. <laughs> and I mean, you probably know who you are, so I don't need to point you out through this podcast. Um, that's what it is. I mean, I think if you look at it pound for pound, I think that, you know, Kobe Bryant is a phenomenal player, one of the greatest players to ever play this game. Uh, but that being said, I don't think that Kobe Bryant is better than LeBron James. Uh, now, you know, the first thing people will say, well, Kobe's got the rings. He's got more rings than LeBron. And, and, and granted, he may finish with more rings than LeBron James. That is very, very possible. I'm not saying that it could not happen. The way that it looks, if I had to put money on it, it looks like Kobe's going to finish with more rings. Um, but it really depends on where you define and, and where you put that that bar if you will as far as rings are concerned because you know until jordan came and got his six, six rings you know nobody was talking about rings like that jordan was the one that started this ring talk so really you could blame mike for this <laughs> nonetheless um but yeah kobe fans really don't like lebron because lebron uh i think was better than kobe and you know, for the better part of the down, well, Kobe was kind of on the downside of his career these last few years, and then he ultimately retired. But LeBron was better than Kobe. He skill wise, LeBron was better. Now, Kobe is a phenomenal scorer. I don't think LeBron will ever be the scorer that Kobe was, but just pound for pound, ball for ball, yeah, LeBron was a better player. Not by much, but LeBron's a better player. Um, I'm not really, I don't, I can't really say that LeBron is better than Jordan skill wise, but if you said that he was, I, I'm not going to argue with you. I, I think you, you, I could, you could make a case for it and you could make a case for Kobe being better than LeBron. I, I could disagree um, because I don't think Kobe was better than LeBron, but I will say this much. I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you because I think that's, you can make a valid case for that. Now, if your case is well, Kobe's got five rings and LeBron's got three, then you know, that's not a case. That's just, that's what it is. He's got five rings. Um, but no, I think, you know, the, the people who really don't like LeBron, you know, that's where, you know, they can, they can hang their hat on. And again, they, you know, it's a lot of them are Kobe stands. A lot of them are Jordan stands. Um, and I, as much as I love Mike, no, I, you have to, I don't, first of all, I don't think you can compare the three men, uh, first and foremost, but at the same time, you know, LeBron's talent, it is what it is. And I think you can, even as a Kobe stand, 
even as a Jordan stan, I think you can appreciate who Kobe is, excuse me, who LeBron is and what he's done to the game and how he plays the game. If you understand and love basketball, uh, I think you can sit and watch in appreciation. At least I do. I don't know what you guys are looking at, <laughs> to be honest. Um, and, and I'll say this. There are some reasons why you actually should like LeBron. Um, first and foremost, LeBron gave Cleveland some of their best years. And at the time of this recording, he's currently playing for Cleveland. I don't know what's going to happen, you know, in this offseason. Uh, but I will say this much. LeBron gave Cleveland some great years and Cleveland can't deny that. Even his first trip or his first go around with Cleveland, those are some great years as far as basketball. Uh, as I mentioned, I've been watching basketball since 1980. Uh, Cleveland, for the better part of my life, sucked. <laughs> I mean, they had a couple good years here and there, but on the real, Cleveland sucked. So I think, you know, anybody associated with the city of Cleveland, the state of Ohio, they should be happy and, and glad and proud, you know, that he's done that. And I think us basketball fans can appreciate what he's done for that city. Um, so yeah, that's one reason why I think you should like LeBron. Uh, another reason why I think you should look like LeBron is that just for me on the outside looking in, I think LeBron is a good dude. LeBron seems like the kind of guy, uh, other than the little social media, passive aggressive stuff that he does from time to time, which I really don't like. Um, he seems like the kind of guy, at least from what I get in interviews, and things of that nature. He seems like the kind of guy you would want to hang around, right? Um, as I mentioned, I'm a huge Jordan fan. Jordan's not the kind of guy we want to hang around. Like, Jordan seems like an asshole, right? And Kobe seems like an asshole, too. And I'm not going to hang around assholes, just to be honest. And, you know, like, LeBron seems like the kind of guy you want to go get a drink with and, and bug out with. You know, I, I never got that vibe from Kobe. Uh, Kobe seems like much like a loner. And Jordan, Jordan, like I said, Jordan has his inner circle, but, and I've heard enough stories about Jordan. Like, no, I, even as big a fan of Jordan as I am, if I saw Jordan on the street tomorrow, I wouldn't go ask him for an autograph or anything. I, I might not even, I might not even say what's up, you know, just because, just because he's just like that. But I loved and appreciate what he did for basketball. And I will say this about LeBron. He seems like a very good and genuine guy. Uh, you know, I've, I've been impressed with, you know, loyalty that he's maintained with his friends, uh, not so much as basketball teams, but, <laughs> but his friends, um, you know, when you look at his friendship with a guy like Maverick Carter, guys, he, he, he was tight with since high school and these guys, you know, Maverick and some of the other guys are like his bit, they're his business partners. And these are his brand and their business acumen. They came in this together and, you know, he's made them multimillionaires. And, you know, it's not like they're just some, you know, yes men or anything like that. These guys are really, really legit guys. And, um, you know, LeBron, man, he, he's he's maintained and seems like he's he's been the same guy since like forever. I don't know how many people he is the only athlete that I can think of in my generation. Right. That has you know, was, was given the, the praise and the accolades at such a young, early age and actually lived up and exceeded the expectations, which is really, really hard to do. You can't put most kids on the cover of Sports Illustrated at the age of 16 and dub them the chosen one 
and then they you know skip skip college go straight to the pros you know 25 and 5 first game first nba game and lebron has been as good as advertised if not better than you know what he what people think and i mean like the guy goes out averages 27 7 and 7 and he makes it look easy he makes it look easy and effortless um and he's been with the same girl, uh, you know, his girlfriend, Savannah, who he later married, now married to. They have three kids. You know, so he we <laughs> we haven't heard about the scandals of LeBron having side kids and, you know, getting jammed up with drugs, you know, anything like that. So he's been, for lack of a better term, a good role model and a great family man. I really like that. You know, he, he's really involved with his kids and stuff. Um, and so I think that's something that you should like about LeBron. Uh, one of the other things I think you should like about LeBron is his philanthropy and, and his willingness to speak out on social issues. And and I hate, and this will be the last time I bring Jordan and, and Kobe up, but this is something that they never did. Uh, not to say that they didn't have uh, any type of you know philanthropy on their end, but I know for a fact that Jordan never, hardly ever spoke up on any social issues. Of course, it was a different day and time, but at the same time, man... I, LeBron really has exceeded expectations as far as what he's done on that end. And he's come up in the social media era. I don't know necessarily if Jordan could have handled living in the social media era. Um, but, you know, something as simple or as dedicated as, you know, you know, promising a graduating class of high school freshmen if they graduated that they could and would get scholarships to college. And he's going to take care of that. Opening a school, he's going to do that. You know, things like that. I think those things far exceed, for as much as he's compared to Jordan, I think he far exceeds Jordan in, in that aspect. Um, and again, his his willingness to speak out on social issues, uh, whether it be black on black crime or, you know, police killing black men in the streets, um, you know, <laughs> calling the leader of the free world a bum, which he is. Um, you know, I love it. I love it. And, and I don't think, you know, a lot of times you have guys who are really trying to protect their brand. Uh, LeBron, is, he, he isn't like that. He, he's one who is actually going to do what he what it is that he wants to do. And I admire that. Um, and lastly, man, one of the things I think that you one of the reasons why I think you should like LeBron is that the obvious. He's a great player. He is one of the best players to ever do it, regardless of what you think about him or where you rank him or anything like that. He is arguably one of the best players to ever lace up a pair of basketball sneakers. Now, where you put him on your list, I don't know. I don't really care, <laughs> to be honest. Um, and I'm not really here to put LeBron on the list because I think that stuff is usually left for when they decide to hang him up. And, you know, he's clearly got more years of basketball left in him. Um, but, yeah, he, he's one of the best to ever do it. He's one of the best of his generation, and he'll go down as such. And I think ultimately, you know, there's a lot of reasons that you could like LeBron. I understand why some people don't like LeBron. But I pretty much laid it out. And, you know, if you listen to this podcast and you still don't like LeBron, you might be a low bottom hater. <laughs> Thanks again for checking out the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. Five G's.